Welcome to Bite at a Time Books Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes, but also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show and YouTube, where we have special behind the narration of the episodes. We're part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear a book by the author, check out the Bite at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we'll be talking about Lake Geneva and Frankenstein. In May 1816, Mary Godwin, Percy Shelley, and their son traveled to Geneva with Claire Claremont. They planned to spend the summer with the poet Lord Byron, whose recent affair with Claire had left her pregnant. In History of a Six Weeks Tour Through a Part of France, Switzerland, Germany, and Holland, 1817, she describes the particularly desolate landscape in crossing from France into Switzerland. The party arrived in Geneva on May 14, 1816, where Mary called herself Mrs. Shelley. Byron joined them on May 25th with his young physician, John William Polderoy, and rented the Villa Doitati, close to Lake Geneva at the village of Colgny. Percy Shelley rented a smaller building called Mason Chapuis on the waterfront nearby. They spent their time riding, boating on the lake, and talking late into the night. It proved a wet, ungenial summer, Mary Shelley remembered in 1831, and incessant rain often confined us for days to the house. Sitting around a log fire at Byron's villa, the company amused themselves with German ghost stories, which prompted Byron to propose that they each write a ghost story. Unable to think of a story, young Mary Godwin became anxious. Have you thought of a story? I was asked each morning, and each morning I was forced to reply with a mortifying negative. During one mid-June evening, the discussions turned to the nature of the principle of life. Perhaps a corpse would be reanimated, Mary noted. Galvanism had given token of such things. It was after midnight before they retired, and unable to sleep, she became possessed by her imagination, and she beheld the grim terrors of her waking dream, her ghost story. I saw the pale student of unhallowed arts kneeling beside the thing he had put together. I saw the hideous phantasm of a man stretched out, and then on the working of some powerful engine show signs of life— and stir with an uneasy half-vital motion. Frightful must it be, for supremely frightful would be the effect of any human endeavor to mock the stupendous mechanism of the creator of the world. She began writing what she assumed would be a short story. With Percy Shelley's encouragement, she expanded this tale into her first novel, Frankenstein or The Modern Prometheus, published in 1818. She later described that summer in Switzerland as the moment when I first stepped out from childhood into life. The story of the writing of Frankenstein has been fictionalized several times and formed the basis for a number of films. In September 2011, the astronomer Donald Olson, after a visit to Lake Geneva Villa the previous year, 
and inspecting data about the motion of the moon and stars, concluded that her waking dream took place between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m., June 16, 1816, several days after the initial idea by Lord Byron that they each write a ghost story. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books behind the story today. While we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors, again, my name is Brie Carlisle, and I hope you come back next time when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Check out the show notes or our website, biteatatimebooks.com, for the links for our show.